Welcome to ClearFit Coaching. My name is David Newcomer, and I am here to help you succeed. I've been fortunate to work with some amazing athletes, successful companies, and incredible clubs and nonprofits throughout my career. I've had the opportunity to direct events, expand charitable outreach, and develop some great friendships and relationships along the way. But maybe most importantly, I've developed and implemented plans to live a happy, balanced life. Plans that I want to share with you. I have a beautiful family, balanced financial objectives, and have worked hard to put myself in a position that allows for growth, curiosity, and fulfillment. I believe life begins at the edge of your comfort zone, so I'm going to help you push yourself beyond what you know and do today. It's a fun process and one that can lead to a lasting change that you and everyone around you will see and appreciate. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the ClearFit Coaching Podcast. Hope you're all having a good week. This is the week of Thanksgiving, and a lot of the kids are out for the whole week. Kind of a nice uh, opportunity for me this week to spend some time with my daughter and take some good long walks and have some great conversations and discussions. What I would like to talk about today is how we handle change. How do you handle change? It's an interesting topic if we give it some consideration. And on one hand, we're often asking for things to change, making statements like, it shouldn't be this way, or when are things going to turn around? And then on the other hand, improvement is, by essence, change. And a lot of people are uncomfortable with that. It's also one of the most delicate subjects when it comes to language, culture, our work environments, and more. I'll be the first to admit that I don't always handle change in the way I wish I could or would. I claim to be a champion of change, as many do, and I generally fall that way in the end. But my first reaction to its presence is as challenging as anyone's, particularly if I'm not in control of it or the person initiating it. Working to improve, and maybe with a coach, means finding the courage to address change directly. Changes that you need to make in your thinking, behavior, and circumstances under your control. It means being open to the tools, practicing and making a habit of new behaviors, and extending patience to yourself with the time it takes to develop the skills to apply to a constantly changing world. There have been a lot of interesting stories about name changes circling lately. As much as the specific content captures my attention, I find that the reaction is representative of our response to change overall. The majority of people find change to be hard. And whether it's a change at home or work or a change of name of someone or something familiar, our reaction is often a statement on our values, our culture, and sometimes our understanding of a situation. Names mean so much to us. So I'm going to start with this most sensitive subject of change, our name. It's often the first thing we're asked of of a stranger or the first thing that we offer when we're meeting someone new. If I'm walking my dog, it's usually his name that's asked about, and strangely, it's uncommon for people to follow up and ask what mine is, but that's a whole different story. Pronunciation is important. Spelling is important. And people change their names for many reasons. Marriage has been the leading reason through time, but other life events are accepted readily. Divorce and adoption are high-ranking and likewise recognized without much thought. And we've been pretty accepting of those who choose to change their names for careers in acting and music and those who choose to go by a nickname or a middle name rather than a given birth name. But we witness resistance, oddly in my opinion, when the name change is associated with a transgender individual, something so personal and critical to the identity of that person. Another area getting a lot of press lately is the action to change the names of places. 
Names of places carry history, and there are a lot of instances where, looking back, maybe the name given just wasn't a good decision in the first place, but maybe they've been in place for a long time and it's not an easy process to go about changing. It's worth mentioning that the name changes for cities is far from uncommon and hardly new. Look up the number of city name changes that have taken place globally over time, and you'll find hundreds of entries that attest to the practice. Names of places change when power changes. Looking at the list, colonial names that are dropped stand out to me, and that makes sense as well. South Africa has name changes segmented in Wikipedia centered on the year 1994, the year that apartheid came to an end. So while there is resistance, though, when these changes take place, most come to be accepted to some degree over time, but not always. Renaming Denali from Mount McKinley, for instance, was debated and contested by politicians from Ohio who saw it as an affront to President McKinley, who was also from Ohio. And one of the hot spots today is surrounding Native American issues with regard to place and team names. The objectification of a people for the use as a mascot is a discussion that we have and is appropriate to have. Squaw Mountain, not far from me here in uh, Colorado, just near Evergreen, or in Evergreen, was renamed Mestahe. It has a bit of a challenging spelling, but it's easy to say once you know how to pronounce it. Just the same, I do believe that the spelling adds fuel to the fire for those who see renaming places with consideration to native concerns as revisionist. The road signs in Evergreen still carry the name Squaw. In the same region, Mount Evans, which I'm looking at as we speak, named after Governor John Evans, has been recommended for a name change as well. His leadership role during the events at the Sand Creek Massacre that left 230 Cheyenne and Arapaho people dead, mostly women, children, and elderly, lends a pretty strong argument for the change. He resigned in disgrace in 1865, and he only served three years. The proposed name, Mount Blue Sky, which honors the Cheyenne and Arapaho people, is certainly a manageable one from the pronunciation and spelling side of things. What about change of seasons? Seasons are an area where change is more often accepted, sometimes celebrated. I like that. I think I've written about it here too. It's not always true. There are many people who are not a fan of winter, but seasonal change is welcome one for many. Our development through life has often been compared to the seasons as well. But rather than viewing it as if it's a one-shot deal, like one life equals one year, each of us given a spring in our youth, a summer in our success, and then proceeding through the fall and the dark ages of old age, I'm a firm believer that we get many opportunities to start a new direction, see it through, and start again when it's time. I'm in the middle of a metaphorical springtime of my own right now, actually, even with ski season coming on. So how do we best prepare ourselves for the inevitable change ahead of us? Some of that will be dependent on the circumstances, but there are some general guidelines we can refer to as a starting point. You can ask for help. You don't have to do this alone. Finding even one person to help kindly point out a behavior that you want to change or a workout buddy to help you hold accountable to a time and a place for a workout. You can get feedback from a peer group or a team. All of these things can help you keep an eye on the issue and identify steps to make the change. Invite participation. If there's a group or a team involved, this is essential. If you're trying to get change to take place within a group of people, studies have shown direct correlations of output changes and the effectiveness of those based on the level of participation. Those people with no participation have an immediate loss in productivity. 
They often display hostility to the situation and resignation is common. Counter to that, groups that are invested in the change and have an opportunity to participate, they have a bit of a drop oftentimes. That's just a consequence of the effect of change, but they have a very rapid recovery. There are very little or no signs of hostility and no one quits. Make a list of pros and cons. Keep the pros in front of you for encouragement, but be aware of the cons and do what you can to mitigate their impact with change. You can share your progress. Telling others or someone about how you're doing is a chance to acknowledge the progress while inserting accountability into the situation too. Okay, did your blood pressure react to the stories I shared about name changes? Whether in support or opposition to the ideas involved in changes you're presented with, progress depends on your ability to control your reaction and respond appropriately. Learn more about the whole situation you're up against when presented with change that gets you worked up. Do your best to understand the situation from all points of view. And please make an effort to look in places where you'll get a fair and balanced view of the situation. Don't let yourself be manipulated by sources that depend on getting the rise from you. Lastly, act. Action is the best course. Movement is improvement. Things change and we have to adjust. We grow with challenges and learn when we put things to the test. Sometimes we get the opportunity to initiate the change. And I got to tell you, that's often a good feeling. It's not always going to work on the first or second shot, but that's all part of the game. So to sum this up, we all know that change is going to happen. We've got to find the courage within ourselves to address it. We've got to find the tools that we need to develop the skills to overcome not just this particular situation of change, but really to develop the habits to face future challenges with the same level of confidence. All right, that's it for this week. I hope you all have a great holiday weekend, great Thanksgiving. Again, my name is David with ClearFit Coaching, and you can reach me at clearfitcoaching.com. I would love to get the opportunity to work with you and look forward to talking to you again soon.